0: Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Louise Robbins, and I would like to introduce Raj Shukla, running for Madison mayor. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement as to your educational, vocational, and civic experience you have, which qualifies you for this office, and why you're running for mayor.
1: Sure. Well, my name is Raj Shukla. I am a madisonian of the last I'd say 12 years um but i went to school here in the 90s and before that i fell in love with this place sitting on the terrace eating ice cream with my sisters as they went to school here um i am in this race because i believe right now all of us are asked by this political moment to do all we can to bring this community together even a political newcomer like myself uh But though I am new to politics, I am not new to leadership in this community. I chair the city's Sustainable Madison Committee. I have for the last four years. And in that time, we have brought industry together with environmental activists, together with seniors, together with students, to um, commit the city to the most ambitious goals uh, uh, to combat climate change in the state, 100% renewable energy. And I am one of only two candidates in this race that has executive leadership experience. I run a statewide water policy group, and in my role there, I'm asked to set forth a vision, I'm asked to motivate a talented team of professionals, and I'm asked to make difficult decisions when budgets and priorities collide. And we have difficult decisions ahead of us around housing that is increasingly unaffordable, transit that is broken for too many people in our community, and racial divisions that seem to be exacerbating Uh, over time. My answer to those questions is a unified, comprehensive plan called my Green Growth Agenda. I believe that we can grow this community. We can do it in a way that is sensitive to our environmental aspirations and respectful of our values for community equity, for social equity and racial equity. That Green Growth Agenda is available on my website, rajshukla.com, and I'm excited to talk to you about it today.
0: Lack of affordable housing and the pressure it brings to the issue of homelessness is a chronic problem that Madison cannot seem to get ahead of. What new ideas can you advance to help address the issue?
1: Sure. Um, Homelessness and housing affordability are certainly linked issues um, that require multiple avenues to uh, multiple approaches to really get our hands around. I believe in a housing first approach to, to helping those experiencing homelessness get back on their feet. I believe that that approach needs to be scaled appropriately and the, and the appropriate level of supports need to, need to be provided for people suffering from acute uh, distress sometimes and dealing with really difficult issues. But we need to make sure that a couple of things are accomplished. First, that we approach people dealing with homelessness with compassion and we use an effective means to help them. And then we also keep surrounding communities that are hosting our Housing First facilities. Um, We need to make sure that they feel safe and that they are safe. But the housing affordability crisis does not only affect the homeless, it affects young families trying to move here that can't afford to buy in. It affects seniors who have lived here for 30 years and are now seeing property taxes increase um, and are finding that situation less and less easy to manage. Um, We do need to reform our zoning codes to make it easier to build a range of housing options for people at all levels of the income scale. And we need to find ways to use our affordable housing trust fund to support those folks who have lived here, are living here, and are at risk of being dislocated by the rising costs of property taxes.
0: There has been a discussion of the policies and procedures of the Madison Police Department what is your perspective on whether any changes are needed in ways Madison Police operate in our community? I
1: think there are always changes that a city and a public agency like the police department can make to make sure that our relationship, its relationship with the community is better and that trust is maintained. It's absolutely vital that the police and the community trust each other. Um, I believe that the uh, the report that will be released soon or will be revisited soon, um, outlining changes um, that the police uh, can, the police department can make, uh, offer 146 good suggestions. I want us to focus on a couple of things: transparency in how the police force operates, public transparency, increased public accountability for the police force. I believe any public agency should be subject to robust public oversight. We are the ones paying for those services. We are the ones that are impacted by these services, and the public should be uh, conscious of what's going on, and 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 have faith that the public agency is responding to public needs. Um, I believe that we should continue to focus on uh, expanding the uh, the ranks to include people of color and women in leadership roles. And I believe the leadership of the police force needs to be responsive to community needs, and and isn't managing it the force through his blog or her blog. Um, We need to have a respectful relationship between the leaders of city government, including the police chief, and the residents in this community, and no one should be disrespected in the process.
0: Many residents perceive Madison to be a divided city, one in which people of color are less likely to thrive than are whites. Do you share this perception, and if so, what would you do to address the division?
1: There is no doubt that people of color in this country and in our city face massive hurdles to um, experiencing the same kind of prosperity that so many others in this community have. I don't think there's any question around it, and to deny that is to deny um, – established fact as i'm as as far as i'm concerned what i would do to address those issues is one make sure that more voices are represented in city government and in decision making i would like to add in particular youth voices youth of color in particular but also other marginalized voices in this community into the city committee into city committees and i personally would like to include youth voices amongst those people that i am hearing from as mayor in a direct way, um, young people are affected dramatically by climate change. Young people are directed, dramatic, affected dramatically by policing in this community, and young people, people are direct, are affected dramatically by whether or not we are bringing the growth and the tax revenues to the city that support the schools that help them grow. Um, they need to be represented. Um, we we also need to make sure that we are. Um, Making sure that there is a level playing field for people who have been systematically shut out of the prosperity of this community, that means bringing costs down for city services. It means finding ways to increase affordable housing in our community on transit. I would like to move towards a system that is fair free that brings the cost down um, to those that are that need the system most. A two dollar cash fare should not be keeping somebody from a job interview or keeping a mother from getting to uh, Uh, child care in an efficient way
0: what are the issues that need to be considered as tax incremental financing districts are reconceptualized Mm
1: -hmm. I think the biggest things are are we focusing our TIF financing is some is, is one of the most important tools that a city can deploy to build our community in the way that we want to we need to make sure that we are focusing on the areas where we are seeing growth we are projecting growth, we are focusing on areas where development can do the most good for a neighborhood, and that the financing deals themselves um, encourage uh, developments to follow the highest environmental standards and the highest social objectives, including social and racial equity. That's a process, though, that I think we need to get into with the development community itself and with the community, the larger community. We need to figure out how we are going to grow and make space for everyone, Um, not just uh, hoteliers and not just parking (laughs) ramp developers. We need to make sure that we're using TIF to develop affordable housing, that we're using TIF to advance our environmental objectives, and we're using TIF to advance our social objectives in the process. We've done some work there, not nearly enough.
0: With the growth and spread of population in the Dane County-Madison area, what are the issues that most require cooperation with the Dane County Executive and board?
1: Absolutely. We've seen one over the summer with the flooding that we saw after historic, beyond historic rainfall that we experience driven by climate change. That's something that we are going to see more and more in this region, and it requires leadership that's willing to work across government jurisdictions, across city lines, in order to do, and that requires collaboration. I have not seen that from our mayor right now and from the county executive. That's something that can be accomplished with simple will and persistence, I think. Um, That's one area. Managing some environmental issues, including lake levels and flooding, um, that extend beyond a city's jurisdiction and where the players involved extend beyond city borders. Another is transit. We live in a world right now with a regional telecom system, a regional healthcare system. We have a re- increasingly regional needs around transit. In order to fund what we think we need, we need something called a regional transit authority that's been prohibited by the state. And in order to get that, we need leadership in Madison and around Madison who's w- able to work with municipalities across the state to flip Republican votes so that the state authorizes us to create a regional transit authority. I don't believe that's the kind of leadership we have right now in City Hall, and I would bring that experience as somebody who runs a statewide organization working with legislators of all political stripes on advancing environmental goals.
0: I want, what would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Sure.
1: First of all, thank you for watching. Thank you for caring about this city. I come to this race with a fresh perspective on how city government can operate and how we can innovate to reach uh, the goals that we have, the ambitious goals that we have on the, on the environment on social, racial racial justice issues, on maintaining an infrastructure that's gonna allow for this community to grow in a way that's responsible and in a way that is equitable. I have a green growth agenda that I'd encourage you to go to rajshukla.com to learn about. This is a comprehensive plan to make sure that as we grow, there's a space for everyone in our community, and as we grow, we are being responsible to our environmental ideals. I am one of two candidates in this race with executive experience. Um, I set a vision for an organization, I lead a talented team, and I make difficult choices every day to make sure that we are meeting the needs of our members and I am meeting the needs of our employees. Um, I hope to have the opportunity to bring those skills to Madison, implement a green growth agenda, and make sure that everybody shares in the prosperity we're experiencing.
0: I want to thank Ross Shukla for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.